Nation is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab, 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 jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. These are the list of things that I'm doing today to um, stall doing my taxes. <laughs> I'm, I've done gardening. I've cleaned up the mess I made from the gardening. I've had lunch. I called my dad unsuccessfully, then texted his wife about how I tried to call him unsuccessfully. And now I'm recording the podcast. And after that, I truly believe I'm out of shit to do. Um, I mean, either you do your taxes after this or I you know. just don't. Just, yeah, right? Like, you do or you don't. There is no try. So I, The older I get, the more stupid the taxes thing is becoming. It is odd that, I, it's, I, that I, it's our job. That's yeah, the part. How is this my fucking problem? Like, like I, I already pay taxes out of my yeah. paycheck. I pay taxes at the store. Now you're telling me that I have to figure out if I paid the right amount. I, you are um, shitting me sideways. It's so dumb. I can't believe we have to do it. Yeah, it's it's just more than me having to do the work part of it. And then it. if you're wrong, you get in trouble. But here's my question. Would you trust them to do the work? I don't trust the government See, at all. <laughs> but but then you don't trust yourself either, right? So, um, like, that's like the catch-22. So and then I pe- trust an accountant. And then people are, oh, fuck no, I had a crooked accountant who went to prison. Don't. I mean, yeah, I love. he got you great tax No, he did. I, he did, but I wouldn't trust that guy. <laughs> I, don't, I feel bad that he has my social security number. That's probably how I got on the dark web, for Christ's sakes. Um, no, it's, it's, it's just, I don't feel like there's any way to make anyone happy. And then some people will be like, fuck taxes. And then you're like, yeah, but you need like roads and they're like, yeah, fuck roads. Right. Well, so I'm you not know, saying fuck roads. <laughs> the whole concept. Yes. It's just, it's the listen, whole concept it's that said, it falls on us at, at one said, point in the year is ridiculous. I'm just, uh, you know, no one likes doing that shit. No. You know, it blows. You just you gotta get it done. So I have these are all my stall tactics, right? I've done all my <laughs> stall tactics for the day. We've all done this before. You put off the task. You want to do the least till the end, and that's officially where I am. So this is the final put off. So I hope you enjoy. It's gonna be good. I'm gonna make this last as long as possible. <laughs> it's gonna be a six hour long podcast. It's episode 123 of the Pat and AJ Podcast Extravaganza. We appreciate you listening, whichever way you are. Remember to uh, tap subscribe. It's always free, and then you'll get these on your phone as soon as we uh, get them uploaded. Here in southern Arizona, I legitimately did spend the beginning of my day gardening. And let me tell you, and and uh, I'm, I this is how I got to this, right? I had, there's a pool guy. We have a, a, a pool service. And they come over, and it's very common in, like, Arizona. Before yeah. you think I'm, like, some fucking baller or something. No, because we found out last summer, like, we're we're so Michigan. We're like, we'll, we'll, we'll balance the chemicals ourselves. Yeah, it's just, we'll it's clean the pool ourselves. Here, right? And then we spent hundreds of dollars <laughs> and didn't make a dent. Yeah. So now we have somebody do it for us, and it's actually cheaper. Yeah, it's a very huge industry out here. But I got caught off guard the other uh, week when uh, the, the pool dude popped in and he's a he's a young man he's maybe 20 years old he has family from chicago so that's where me and him always hit it off because i'm from the city and we'll talk a little bit but he out of nowhere the other day he was telling me about some shit and he just looks at me and goes so what's your hobbies man and he really kind of stumped me in my tracks because one when's the last time anybody has asked me that question outside of a fucking questionnaire for like a profile 
Well, that and like, like a dating profile, right? Like, well, what are your hobbies? And like when you're in middle school, yeah. like on the first day of seventh grade, what are your hobbies? I don't think anybody's asked me what my hobbies are since I was in school. So it was weird because the first thing I thought of was, well, work. And I have a weird, uh, re, you know, relationship with work is I really enjoy it. Like I really enjoyed my past career in broadcast and I didn't look at all the time spent as work, work. And now that I work in mental health as a therapist, I don't consider it, you know, like, like I really enjoy it. So I wanted to say my work, and I'm like, how fucking lame am I going to look to this 20-year-old dude when he asks me what my hobbies are? And I go, oh, my work. Right? That's like the ultimate lamest answer known to man. So I legitimately said, man, and, and you know, yeah, the podcast is a hobby, right? Yeah. But this is, you know, still kind of comes out of a space of where I used to consider it work. So I said, I need to start doing something. What can I do? And I mean, you've gardened before. This is nothing new. No, you no, just no, stopped no. doing it. Yeah, I, I, I did some light gardening before, and I just uh, decided to jump into it. So I decided to tackle gardening in our backyard. Now, you're probably thinking, hold on there, pal. You live in a fucking desert. This is true. We, we do. We have no grass. We have no soil. No. Nothing, but uh, potted plants and things of that sort are very big here. They give you splashes of color, and you can do all kinds of things with them. And, yes, we actually do have a climate with certain plants that survive year-round, right? Yeah, we have a lot. There's a lot of tropical flowers out here, which is really cool. So I dug into this and kind of committed, like, I'm going to take a Sunday because Sunday is like my day when I can just do whatever I want. And I said, I'm going to do this. And lo and behold, I end up finding out about a plant sale. Now, this plant sale was through the University of Arizona, some master grower class major. I don't know. That's cool. But it's like a co-op, and it's nonprofit, and it's all this great shit. And they said, hey, they're having their big spring plant sale. Hey, Tucson, everybody come down and get your plants. And I'm he, was, th- he was so cute. He goes, I'm going to go to a plant sale tomorrow morning. And I said... Wow, that sounds awesome. I said, what What time does it go to? He goes, it's what, 8 to 11? It was 8 to 11. That's why I asked you. I said, AJ, I said, tell me to get my ass out of bed. And, you know, it was normally I'd sleep in, right? Yeah. Like like my, my initial thought is I have that time to myself. I'm going to sleep in. But this would be getting up early, going out, and I wanted you to say, get your ass out of bed and do it. And instead you said, you know people, like, line up for those things, like, really early? No, people who go to these things are more than serious about it. Like, you'll get some, you know, weekend warriors like Pat over here who do it as a weekend <laughs> hobby. Weekend warrior. But I'm like, I have friends that are dead serious so, about plants, and I said, you showing up at 8 or 8.30 is too late. And I kind of casually, you know. He blew me off. Yeah, you he's know like, how yeah, it's it fine. Your wife says a lot of things, just like your husband says a lot of things. Maybe half of it you take take into heart. Next morning, I wake up about 9 o'clock. I show up to the plant sale with her. So you got up at 8. I got and up you, at 8. You got there at 9. Got yeah. there at 9, where there were literal uh, traffic directors, because you would have thought I was going to a fucking concert. <laughs> And (laughs) there was, I shit you not, a line that I could only remember. It reminds me of like a line at a food vendor at a really big music festival where you just like you're in it and it's not really moving and you're not quite sure if you can get to the front. But the only way to get there is to get in this line. Yeah. And I shit you not. I I looked around and I got out of my car. I parked it and I, I, I examined how long this line was. And there was a literal line like they were 
fucking charging a cover like a nightclub to get into this plant sale and i quickly i'm like oh fuck i i can't do this well no because you did have to work too oh i did yeah i had some clients you had to work and, at like 11 which is when the thing ended and if you i mean you probably wouldn't have gotten in regardless well yeah exactly right and then once i'm in there do i have to run around or am i getting just the shit of people that they, yeah. they left behind so whatever it was i end up kind of pulling up shop I go to a, a private nursery, a for-profit nursery, <laughs> not affiliated with any co-op, and I just bought a bunch of shit. Um, now, here's what I did not know, right? And this is what comes in, right, when you just kind of blow off your spouse and they're telling you something. I apparently had not been aware that one of AJ's closest girlfriends, who is by far the biggest pain in the ass of all of her friends, and, and like she, she knows that. She, she, yeah. She's very well aware she of how much it. of a pain in the ass she is. Over life, you know? Um, I didn't know that you had a friend who's transitioned into this world and exposed you to the cutthroat nature yeah. of plants and sales and co-ops. So she, for a long time, did like thrifting with her kids' clothes. Like she would sell them on Instagram. I mean, she had like a good following. That was her hobby. Yeah, that was her hobby because she had two kids that I think were like two or three years apart. Mm -hmm. And so she, and she loves fashion. So she would go to these mom to mom sales. She would sell clothes on Instagram. But after a while, like the kids like just started growing up and wearing what they wanted. So she transitioned to plants. And I was and gonna, she had she had like a, she has plants inside, she has a garden now, outside. I will say this. She is someone who, and now that I think about it, has always had like something like this going on. Like she like it used to be couponing. I remember I she know she was a couponer no for shit, a while, yeah. No shit. This girl came to my house, plopped down next to me on my couch, and pulled out her coupon binder and said, Look, Pat will look at my coupon binder. Yeah. And started like flipping through. So I'm she like, did the couponing, then she did the thrifty, and, yeah. and and now I don't think she's into plants anymore because she's well, already out. She's transitioned out well, to a new one. She also got a, a, a new job, so oh, she's focusing well, on that. But she told me yeah. about the nuts nuts people in into gardening and how they get they're so dead serious which about like it. makes sense why she would get into this industry because she likes nuts kind of shit it's intense, she yeah. likes environments where she can you know like get nutty and if there's a nut job to be found she'll go there and 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 so the plant world is apparently cutthroat and these people she got banned <laughs> on Facebook. She's been in Facebook jail. Holy shit. Multiple times. And yeah. I'm like, what are you in for this time? And I'm expecting her to say politics or something. Yeah. Which is normally what it is, right? No, normally it's well, politics. No, no. I mean, it was a long time ago. A long time ago yeah. it was. Now she goes, I called somebody a cunt in my plant group. Yeah, there you go. And like, we're there all like, what, what were you talking about that got so bad about plants that you called a person the C word? Talking about a fucking petunia. <laughs> I, again, I mean, shit. You I just guys, can't imagine what sort of exchange about plants would devolve so deep. See, this that is you why call somebody a c word. This is why I don't like having those kind of conversations with people that I'm into anything. Like, I don't like having those collective conversations because I feel like it's always like going to. It's passionate, yeah. It's going to devolve to that. Even if we're all talking about like, uh, like, like right now, right? I'm I'm part of a community that is being built around a new music festival in Chicago called Sacred Rose, right? So there's a lot of people connecting online in various forms. 
and talking about it. And it's very positive, but you're waiting for the flip. Well, like yeah. you're waiting for someone to be like, you know what's a crock of shit about this place? And that's where it devolves. So I just imagine people talking about plants and someone says, well, I use a little bit of a lime fertilizer for mine. And one goes, you fucking cock. <laughs> We're irresponsible of you as a plano. I, I think the part that just kills me is that it's happened multiple Holy times. Smokes. <laughs> always in her plan so so yeah so apparently so i was not even privy to all that so i should have listened to her you should have i told you it was going to be a shit show so i just went to where the folks uh play uh for pay right it was much much less hectic and i got some plants and uh they're supposed to attract butterflies and hummingbirds and we are we already saw a a hummingbird come by and check them out yeah yeah we had a hummingbird uh, this well so I, i i had to buy the plants and i had to buy the pots and i had to buy all this shit and uh, that's like my new hobby. So I said on a Sunday, that's how I'm going to start my day. I'm going to do my gardening. So I've been out there all morning long. I mean, they've said, and, and that's why I started. I mean, we have indoor plants here, which we never really had in the Midwest because I just couldn't keep them alive. And now I'm starting to think maybe it was the climate well, that's because true, I'm yeah. keeping the plants here alive. I don't know you how. You don't exactly also have like intricate plants. What do you no, have? No, I have an aloe plant and then I, I don't even know what the second one is. It was a gift. Yeah. <laughs> so I just water it and make sure it doesn't die. And then I've got like, it's a special indoor flower that really doesn't need a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And like, as soon as it starts to droop a little bit, I give it some water and the next day it's brand new. That's what? So, but still, they've said that like, Gardening and and taking care of plants actually is really good for your physical health, your mental health, and it's good for everything. So it's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do, right? I mean, I I figure I enjoy watching the birds in the backyard. Yeah. And we need a little bit of color, so I said, all right, let me buy some colorful potted plants and let me put some, you know, flowers in there that are colorful and they're going to attract butterflies and hummingbirds and it just you know creates a little environment. See, speaking that's, of that's Pat's hobby, speaking of mental health, I have to give Pat the biggest round of applause, but I'm holding a, a can of. Caffeinated okay. water, so what I won't we, do that. Right what now. is this about? But um, so size of my manhood by any chance? Oh, no, I'm not talking no. about your penis. Oh. No. Hey. Um, so you have admittedly been a hothead for a long time. Anger was a language that I understood. It was expressed. And you said you grew up in a house with a lot of yelling. I grew up in a house with a lot of yelling. Um, I grew up in in, in uh, uh, just an environment of sh- Southside Chicago where, you know, tough guy. It's kind of like, like I said, if Flint, uh, like if the Southside ever broke off and became his own city, it'd be Flint, Michigan. Yeah. And that attitude of just. The you, hate one <laughs> Yeah, like you lead with, you know, your, your chest out and fist up. So, yes, I, when I um, grew up, unfortunately funneled a lot of my emotions into anger whether it was sadness whether it was anxiety whether it was a whole oh, bunch anxiety for sure whether it was depression i would somehow yes i would be the guy who could express it um through, through anger through anger not not necessarily physical violence i wasn't a fighter no. I, I was never a guy i mean he'd throw shit but he wouldn't hurt anybody yeah no i'm, <laughs> I'm not going up running up punching people nothing no like but that. you did love to throw shit you threw I shit a lot breaking shit like like i i got the i got the appeal of those what do they call them rage rooms yeah where you can pay to go in and, and just, just break shit fucking yeah. break shit i got that except for me it was very in the moment like i like i couldn't just do it like it, it would need to be like oh well, yeah So, yes, that was very much, I was angry rage guy for many, many years. So, you know, when Pat's mom died, he went through a lot of therapy, and that's kind of when he figured out, you know, we long story, we were over the radio thing, and he wanted to help people and blah, 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 but he really 
started working on himself, especially the anger, because a lot of the anger would, was directed towards your mom. So when she was gone, it kind of, it kind of subsided a little bit. Yeah. And I saw Pat. Ex- oh, now I know what she's talking I about. I saw Pat exhibit for the first, like, I know, <laughs> yeah. I know when Pat's about to explode, yeah. as most, most wives know with their husbands and vice versa. I mean, you know how, I mean just can you give people a snapshot of me? Let's just say, what is it, 2022, right? Yeah. So, snapshot of me. Okay, to- I'll get a snapshot of Pat um, was at the Louisville, Kentucky airport. Oh, fuck. And we were leaving Louisville. Damn. We had gone ghost hunting. Uh-huh. And we were at the rental car counter, yep. and there was something about paying for a full tank when we really didn't use any gas. And we were just kind of broke at that point. So we, we were, money was so we, fucking tight. We were tight. making like 20 grand a piece. Like, there was no money. We had a little kid. Like, this was, that was the fanciest vacation you could get for us was Louisville, Kentucky. And it wasn't as, I mean, it was like 48 hours. Like, yeah. We did not stay long. We were there for a long. weekend. We couldn't afford to stay We, like, longer. flew in Friday, ghost on it Saturday, flew home Sunday. But the thing is, is we, something at the rental car counter about the full tank of gas or the yeah. prepay. Yeah. And I, I expressed just kind of a little bit of disappointment at how, how we had handled it. And Pat um, exploded. And threw a suitcase down the hallway of the airport. We were so, I was so, like, I, I didn't sit next to him on the plane. That's the, right. You did. You sat somewhere else on the plane. You were Holy a huge shit. asshole. I didn't want to be near you. Yeah. The plane was, like, almost empty. Who the hell vacations to Louisville, Kentucky? You should, though. It's a wonderful city. <laughs> it is, uh, it's, it's a great city. That's where I, I was born. Very underrated. Um, but, yeah, and then, like, in the on the car ride on the way home after we got back to Wisconsin, he, like, threatened to break up with me. He's Did like, I, I, really? I yeah, don't remember that. Yeah, well, you Jesus were like, Christ, I, th- I think, you're like, I think, I think this is it. I think we just need to be done. I'm like, what the hell? And you were just so mad. Oh, wasn't I on Shantix, too, at the time? Oh. Uh, I think that was Shantix times. You might have. You were on Shantix twice. Twice. I know. That may have been one of the Shantix times. I, I think it was. Regardless, it's he kind bro- of a personification of me. Yes, that's the kind of shit he would yeah. do. He broke he broke a car windshield from inside by ah, shit. Yeah, by did. throwing something at it. I threw a GPS at it. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> back when GPSs were actually yeah. like GPS. So units. this was like this is the kind of anger okay. we're talking. So so that's the outburst that you yes. throughout our relationship have been like, fuck, this is gonna happen, and then this guy calms down and all right, so that's me a long time ago. Yeah. Mom We're di- talking 15 yeah, years 15 ago. years ago. Uh, mom dies in 20, 2018. I go into like very heavy therapy, lots of work, do all this shit, and I come out the other end. Um, it, a better person, not perfect. No, we're all a work right? in progress. Right? It's why I'm not exactly burying Will Smith, not not trying to fucking throw no. him into the ocean. I understand. I mean, it. he said that on his Instagram, right? but work in progress. Work in we progress. all are. And if you think you're perfect, you're full of it. So, you know, how am I now? So, like, like, if I had a rating of 100% back then, how do I operate now? You operate, I would say, more at like a 20%. That's amazing. And 80% here's, reduction. Like... I'm proud of myself now. You should be. So we're, we were driving um, to, we did a refi on our house. We were driving to close on the papers and we were late. It was my fault. I forgot my wallet. It was a big to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you're rushing out of the house. I mean, and Pat, Pat had like a, a, a client until like 10 minutes before we had to leave. So we're already rushing. And then I forget my wallet. It was just, and it was rush hour on a Friday. It was yeah. a shit show. So we're driving and there's a lot of, and I'm not discriminating there's a lot of old people on their phones and their it's, cars here in tucson it's snowbird season these are unfortunately we know them in arizona they usually are folks that are uh, of retirement age and up 
normally none too concerned about the world. Oh, yeah, they don't give a shit, yeah. And they do come here in mass during um, the cold weather seasons up north. So, yes, we are dealing with an influx. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's tourist season wherever. Yeah. If you live in Wisconsin Dells, this is July, yeah. okay? And it's fine. I don't care. That's great, you know, contribute to the economy. My problem is becoming that I notice a lot of these snowbirds are trying to do stuff on their phones while they're driving. Yeah. And, like, nobody should do that. No, yeah. Nobody should do that, even, like, younger people. But they are doing it, and they're going 20 under the speed limit. They're not paying attention. We're sitting at a light, and it turns green. And the two people, not just one car, two, two. cars at the front are so checked out that they didn't go. And then the light turned, and we all almost missed the light. Like, Pat just floored it. I mean, I basically went through, like, a, a hard well, you yellow into a red. Yeah. And it was, so, it was so incredibly rude and selfish of them. And, like, Pat pulled up next to the guy, and he said, let's go. And I was actually... I did not say that. Yeah, no, you said... You you rolled down the window and you said, let's go. Now, hang on, hang on, slow what down. You, hold on, I, I am not... I am not under... Hold on, okay, I don't... slow down, Shh. No, 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 but I literally don't under... I don't remember. This just happened like two days ago. I do not remember what you just so, said. So, okay. At so, what point do I say, okay, let's hang go? hang on, I'm No, I'm there. trying to understand that. So, you sped past the guy because yes. we all missed a light. So, so we were at that light right at Fry's. Yeah, and we took... I get around him. We, we get to Oracle. Right. We took a right on yes. Oracle. And then now, what I remember... He pulled up next to you and you said, let's go. That's when you said, let's go. But I was, but I was also... See, what, what I remember is... Is that we pulled right on or see, I'm getting fucking worked up right now. Just like thinking about it. It's very hard. I'm trying to compliment you here. You're not letting me. Well, yeah, but, but saying let's go sounds very. Confrontational. Confrontational. And I didn't, and, and, and let me get to that. We turn right onto Oracle and I end up getting in front of this guy and I flip him off. Yeah. Right. Hand out, hand out, right. Hand out. Fuck you. He throw. I see him do kind of throws the hands in the air, kind of move like what the fuck. And then we're driving down Oracle, and the next light comes. Yeah, and, and that's when he then pulls up on my left. And so when I say, "Okay, let's go," like what I meant was, he's obviously now he's wanting obviously, to have some kind of a confrontation. Yeah, no, I knew Just, that. I, yes, but the way you say, sorry, okay. this is so personal to me. Jesus, because well, no, but you don't know what it's fucking like to be okay. me. You don't okay. know what it's I, like. People in our old building, I shit you not, man, people in our old radio station building were fucking afraid of me. They, they did walk on eggshells. They, they called fucking corporate offices because they thought like I was a threatening figure. So I've worked really hard. So I just wanted to, to make sure that we get that's, it all yeah, right. No. I wasn't pulling up to someone saying, let's go. No, that's not we what were I both, meant. We were both pulling up to the light. And he obviously was pissed off and, now. And yes, he was getting next to me. And you saw him rolling down his window. And that's when I said, oh, all right, let's That's go. what I meant. I'm okay, sorry. Thank I, you. I did not. I'm, I shouldn't have to apologize for that. I didn't no, mean no, no, no. it like that. You just took it that way. I'm no, not. I'm just saying, but but perhaps because it's more personal to me. Like, you're telling okay. it from your point of view, which is, well, like you not, said, just as honest. But to me, it's so personal. Okay, let me finish, though. I know. What I was going to say that you didn't give me a chance to say was that I was equally as pissed off. I thought it was so rude and selfish yeah. for these cars just to back up an entire, you know, we all missed a light yeah, at yeah. rush hour. Yeah, I just So yeah, I was okay. also pissed off. And I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's tell this guy what he did wrong and the guy didn't have a fucking clue what he did he goes what what and pat i'm like okay this is gonna go one of two ways either this is gonna go really bad yeah or it's we're just gonna let it go 
in the past, it would have gone really bad. And Pat goes, you sat at a fucking light on your phone and we all missed the light. And the guy didn't even know he did it. Like he was so out of it. He didn't even know. And then Pat goes, all right, man, listen, I'm late for something too. So I guess I'm just pissed off. All right. And the the guy goes, all right. And then that was it. And then we just drove. And I said, oh my God, that was like the most calm confrontation Mm, compared to, I mean, that could have ended really badly 15 years ago. Like you would have let your temper. Well, yeah, I would have yelled a lot more. Again, yeah. not not ended badly, and I I feel terrible having to say that shit because these days motherfuckers are, I'm like up the ante, but like back then when she means it would have been worse, I just would have verbally ripped into him. Yeah, and I have a powerful voice, yes. as you guys can probably hear when I play around on the little podcast and radio show and I yell off mic. I have a powerful voice. I've always had it, and I can use it to intimidate people. Yeah, and not only that, but I, I'm like okay, like. He, you would have fucked with him too, like driving, like oh you yeah, would, stuff like that. I, I, there would have been road fifth, rage. Yeah, fifteen years ago, I would be that guy to cut you off. I'd slam on my brakes, shit like that. Yeah, a fucking menace to society. But we just, we just, <laughs> we just, you know, we just everybody rolled up their window and we just started going. I said that was, I guess, yeah, amazing I, because because well, I, I understood. Look, I understood that. Okay, I'm amped up because we're already we're already, late, we're yeah. already running late. And that's our fault. You know, we're running late uh, to our, our signing, and we're on this road that's already notorious for traffic. We're with people who aren't necessarily in a Manhattan uh, rush to get somewhere. Um, so all those things, in my mind, I had to figure out attributed to me, you know, wanting to flip this guy off. But I also said, and I, I stand by this, I'm glad you said something. He didn't know what he did. Like, he was so yeah. not paying attention that he didn't even know that he... But see, I don't, you know, I'm He was trying, sitting at a green light. But I'm trying to better myself. I can't be the world's fucking police. No, like, I know. you know... Um, but I'm glad you said something the way you did. You weren't a dick about... I mean, you yelled, but you weren't a dick yeah, about it. Yeah, me and my therapist worked on this um, a long time. And it was actually... God, she's the one who originally got me to watch the Green Book over this issue, which I now tell my clients all the time who are angry, uh, yelling men, which may shock you. I have a lot of, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of angry yelling men. Um, but it was like me and her came to that conclusion that I had this vision, this, this, I had to let people know. Yeah. See, like, so like right there, you're like, well, well, but, but you had to let them know he was doing something wrong. I took that on for everything. Yeah. So when we had meetings at the radio station with like, you know, these bullshit corporate meetings, I had to be the guy. He was always the dick. To like point out the obvious, right? Like that we're all dancing around because I took it upon myself of I need to expose that shit. Or, you know, whatever. If there's a guy in line, um, oh, fuck, this is a great example too. And I know AJ is going to applaud me for it. And I don't want her to. I had someone crack a racist whoopee joke at... Um, in a doctor's office waiting room yeah. and I loudly loudly and I fucking called him a racist like right there and you know yeah, that but he absolutely see, deserved I, that. Like, see that's a problem look here's AJ like, yeah yeah but like I have to realize I can't you can't be the world's yes police. I can't solve the world's problems but, in that sense but on the other side of it and this kind of comes back and, I, and we're not going to talk about it but this yeah. comes back to the Oscars thing yeah people are displaying anger in mass amounts lately. That's They're, true, right? Anger, racism, 
homophobe. I mean, it just anything that comes to their mind, they are saying and they're saying it loudly. I almost think to see if somebody will police them. And I'm fucking sick of it. Like this guy made this horrific joke about Whoopi Goldberg because the view was on in a doctor's waiting room. Yeah, he was obviously, this is a long time ago, but he obviously, yes. It's in Michigan. He does not normally watch the view and was upset that Whoopi was on the But you know, in a a doctor's waiting room, (laughs) he yelled out a racist joke for everybody to hear. So, no, I don't think you were wrong to say something. I I mean, he was... like, you know, shit to yourself, I know, man. but my fucking problem is I'm going to say that and some old man's going to pull out a fucking 22 and pump four shots into me and now I'm dead and my kid doesn't have like, I you know, know, a fucking father. But boy, I told that old white guy that he's a racist. You know, that's that's where I had the kind of. I really do wonder, though, if people are not being angry, they're being Karens, they're throwing mm. fits. They're basically seeing whatever comes to their mind now because they're waiting to see if anybody will tell them to stop. I think it's a couple things. I think it's really tied up in and i talked to a lot of my clients about this who have some of those same issues right um kind of about like the the culture wars being raised and by the way i see clients uh if you ever wondered if your therapist is is some kind of binary view we're not because i have clients on this side of the aisle that side of the aisle and they're both equally as concerned and passionate about their views right but um i is it fear like, I feel like it's less anger and it's more fear from people. Why would people... you say something, though, if you're afraid of the reaction? Be... Well, no, no, no. That fear, fear no, 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 no. not do things. No, no, no. Fear that everything is changing so much and fear that you're no longer a part of it or fear that you're now, um, you know, the reason for all the bad things. Obviously, I say this, and I'm probably pointing the spotlight at, like, Caucasian men. Old white men, yeah. Not even old. I mean, I have clients who are in their 30s who have these views. But it's true. The guy at Walmart yesterday who was open carrying was, like, 23. Yeah. But you could tell he was just, you know, he wanted everybody to know he he was badass. Yeah, he has the shirt on, and and he's he's waiting for all that shit, right? So, you know, that's I think it's much more kind of displays of fear, because when do animals often show you their teeth, um, and snarl yeah. um, when they're afraid, when they're backed up against a wall. And I feel like, and which, by the way, it's okay to feel fear. Absolutely. It's okay to be like, hold on. All of a sudden, everything around me, standards, um, everything is just different, and it's freaking me the fuck out. It's okay to say that, um, but you have to learn how to say it without lashing out, without yeah. snarling, right? Without the... Without being racist in a doctor's office. You know, so that's... If you really ask that, me I, what it is, I think it's much more fear I see that with my dad a lot, who is in his 60s. He's yeah. a white male. Um, he's ex-military. Uh, he's disabled now, and I think that is really hard for him to deal with. Yeah. But, yeah, I think a lot... Like, he lashes out a lot. And, like, now... I mean, I mean I'm almost 40 years old. I call him out on it. I'm like, yeah. Jesus, you know, knock I mean, it yeah. off. Your dad was a very classic kind of 80s businessman yes. where it was the, the... He was the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> I mean, he was... I mean, he was only a, if he not, was. Actually, no, 90s businessman. 90s businessman. He, he started but, making the real dough yeah. in the late 90s. But it was very much... He was still in a era where women did not have no. much say and your dad definitely has an issue with like women in business you oh yeah he, he hates them doesn't like that and now because of his age and again it's all personal to yeah. you right 
Um, he has a big thing with like the younger executives, but it's because yeah, they fired me and hired somebody half my age. Yeah, because what happened was, you know, the guy was living one life up until the economic crash. And after that, um, they didn't want to send him on business trips to go golfing. Well, yeah, you know, after that, the world changed. And now he feels like, well, I just don't fit in this new world. So again, it's that fear. It's, it's easy now for him to say, uh, I've, I've worked with a broad like her before, or, oh, that little fucking young guy. It's kind of yeah. like, like the guy who came in and fired me to know what the fuck he exactly, was doing. Yeah. So I think no, it's I much more fear. That. Yeah. You know, no, I mean, I get it. See everyone, 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 $35 copay. <laughs> do I got to, you're not covered under my insurance on the way. I'm out. pretty sure you're not even allowed to be my therapist. <laughs> Make an appointment for next week. No. No, but I'm very proud of you. It was Thank a very... You. I'll take that. Thank I, you. And I'm not saying you have to be the world's police. That guy was no, so... I know. When you're... I mean, you, you're I sitting know. at a light on your phone and blow it for everybody. Like, that's irresponsible. You're being a shitty driver. Yeah. Okay? No, no, no. I, I agree. Right? Like, you, and, he, and, and the fact that he didn't know, he's like, what did I do? I and think, we're like, dude. I think there's probably a big jump between someone who's like, hey, buddy, you're driving like an asshole versus, um, you know, I had a friend who had to kind of come to the same conclusion with his therapist over being mask police. Mm -hmm. He was someone who was in a very urban area, a very dense city when shit went sideways, and he reacted a lot of different ways. And for a while, he was the guy who would give you the shit if it was over your chin or if it wasn't over your nose. And it was more because he was so, it wasn't about he's out there trying to fucking save the world. It's because he was so freaked out in his own feelings about what's going on in the world, what's going on in my life, what's going on in my job. And the only way for him to express it was to fucking go to Walgreens and go, hey, 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 you, put your fucking mask on, man. And like, and that just creates more problems. Exactly. So he had to learn the same thing with his therapist. Like, you can't do it right now, right? Well, and there was a great article, I think it was in the Atlantic last week, and I think it was literally titled, Why Are People So Pissed Off? Yeah. There's a lot of misdirected anger right now, a.k.a. the Oscars last weekend. Yeah. I mean, just th- th- this shit is, is ha- we all know it's happening more. We see these videos, viral videos of people losing their shit in public daily, multiple times daily. I, we have, do you to- think it's just, we're more exposed to it? Do you think it's kind of like anything else where I think we're just more connected? So before we just didn't know about the angry grandma in Orlando, Florida, I agree with you on that because I worked retail and customer service before we had smartphones. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I remember, I mean, people would go off on me for, you know, because the sea lion show was canceled. Like that was my fucking fault. (laughs) At the zoo. There was one guy who got loaded at the zoo and made (laughs) racist comments about a school group that came in from the inner city. And I had to kick him out and it was a really bad altercation. He filed a complaint against me, but like, yeah, that shit always happened. Now everybody just just looks out their phone and it's documented. But I mean, like when I worked at hot topic in 1999, I had a customer literally say, I'm going to knock you the fuck out, but I'm not because I don't want to get banned from the store. So like, <laughs> I love the, I love Hot Topic. <laughs> you know, we just didn't have a fucking smartphone for me to put up and be yeah. like, this dude's freaking out because he can't get his ICP shirt or some shit. <laughs> so there's still right now people, I yeah. get it. Like we have to give our, all of us, we have to give ourselves some grace, take yeah. a breath. It's been a really rough couple of years for everybody in the world. That's yeah. what I tried telling one of my best friends who just took the weight of the world on her shoulders during the pandemic. She thought she was the only one 
struggling. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of us didn't, even if we were struggling, most of us didn't talk about it. Yeah, we you, just, you try to keep your head up, right? Yeah. We were we were all doing nightly clap outs for the uh, medical workers. Yeah, we're, so. we were all just kind of trying to chug through day at a time. And she thought that meant that everybody was doing fine except for her. Yeah. And I said, no, no, no. I'm like, we are all struggling in our own way. What did I say? We're all, we're in the same sea, just in different boats. It's, yeah, yeah. It's one big sea. Yeah. And it's, it's a big storm that came through. Yeah. And what kind of boat were you? in are you in yeah. a luxury yacht are you in maybe a dinghy i was just are, in, and there were people that were in, in dinghies who weren't complaining shit, there so were there was, were people hanging on the life rafts they're just yeah, like all right it's cool so like we all need to just take a breath and realize we've all been through a trauma yeah. the last couple of years that also doesn't give you an excuse to treat other people like shit either, i'll tell though. you man it, it really i am the uh, fa- you know and this is the last thing i'm gonna say about go it but i've noticed because I'm, I, I do pride myself on this. I try to be really nice to retail, customer service, everybody. Yeah. Because they are treated so badly. I was treated badly when I did that job. And I've had more of them say to me, I wish all customers were as nice as, as oh. you. Multiples say that to me. And that just makes me so sad because that means they have assholes walking through that their- That people are being dicks to them, yeah. day long. So I know we're all exhausted, PTSD, stressed out. But it doesn't give you the excuse to treat another human being badly. It just doesn't. Look, I really firmly believe that it's just, man, your vibe's going to attract your tribe. And the more that shit you put out, you know, it really is. It just comes back to you, you know, and... God forbid you connect with more angry people because Lord knows there's a million ways to connect these days. And then it becomes like a little, you know, a ball of ball of uh, anger and muck and stuff. But I'm telling you, if you can surround yourself with those positive people, yeah. if you can surround yourself with, you know, the AJs on a good day. Um, on a good day. I have my, <laughs> trust me, I have my bad days. You don't want her on the day when she's cheering me on like, yeah, tell that motherfucker. Well, he was, be- he wasn't even paying attention. She was, she was my Jada Pinkett Smith that night. How she dare gave, you? She gave me the side eye, like, you better smack the guy I next am to nowhere <laughs> near as egotistical as Jada Pinkett Smith. Hey, speaking of, so what's the over-under tonight, uh, one week after uh, the... Yeah, so we're recording this on yes, Sunday this because Sunday. our Mondays are super so, busy. This is uh, one week after the smack at the Oscars. What's the over-under on Trevor Noah getting his ass kicked tonight at... <laughs> The Grammys. I think Trevor Noah's hosting the Grammys. He's gonna piss off ASAP Rocky by making a Rihanna joke. You know, it's so funny. I just found out he was hosting the Rock the uh, the Grammys like two days I've ago. I've seen it like because I watch a lot but of Paramount Plus, so it's been like promoted on there. He the the Daily Show hasn't been new in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And me and my oh, coworker, you've been prepping for well, this, yeah, so. and my coworker and I like we cut audio from the nightly shows for yeah. you know broadcast, and we're like, where the hell is Trevor Noah? I'm like, he's getting ready for the Oscars, man. Yeah, or I'm sorry, the Grammys, Grammys. the Grammys. Um, yeah, I didn't know he was hosting. I feel because I actually I have to work in an hour. I have to cover the Grammys. This is starting an hour. Well, I have to start working an hour. Remember, we it's we're, oh fuck, we're on West Coast we're time. On West That's Coast right. Side. That's right. My friends are watching WrestleMania tonight. It's like noon. Yeah. You know, they're like, hey, pre, pre-show's pre on for WrestleMania. I'm like, I just woke up. Technically, I work at 7 p.m., but that's 4 p.m. here, and I think the Grammys start okay. at 8, maybe. I don't know. I'll have to check. Um, but I'm, You know what? I'll tell you what. I am all I excited. I don't think they're going to all. I mean, I'm all excited. Nothing, I want to see, what are we going to do to top the Oscars last the week, The only man? thing I'm I'm really interested in, I mean, I'm interested to see who wins. I love John Batiste. He's up for a ton of awards, and yeah. I think he deserves all of them. I want to see what happens with the Foo Fighters. Foo that's f- what I'm most curious about. Foo Fighters were nominated twice, and they were slated to perform, obviously. I don't think they're performing. No, 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 no they're not, but I wonder what's going to happen in their place. Like, yeah. is someone going to do something? 
I um, just, I, I, if you're turning, I don't know, but if you are turning, tuning into the Grammys tonight <laughs> to see something like the Oscars, I'm going to take a know, shot in the dark and say nothing exciting is going to happen because they are going to be so security is going to be I don't know, so I tight. feel like the Grammys are a lot loose. Like the music in, industry in general is, is looser than actors. Well, yeah, Act- Hollywood is really full of Yeah, itself. they're very much like, thespians, you yes. know, but like musicians sometimes are just fucking musicians, right? They're yeah. just the artists of the world. So, no, I mean, it's always an, more man, easygoing show anyways. I'm curious to see what happens. I don't think anything's... Please. You know what? Like, can Best- I just say this? Because Go I'm ahead. working tonight and covering the Grammys. Nothing big. You want nothing please, big Please, Grammy gods. Nothing big. I can't handle it. I seriously can't. Between the war in Ukraine and Will Smith last week, I am Man. completely I will tell burnt you, out. The best boss move that could happen tonight. Guess yeah. who comes out to present an award? Chris Rock. That would be pretty rad. Now Chris Rock. I mean, I'm Team Chris Rock on all this. So <laughs> I support that. You imagine that? Like, like uh, unannounced, Chris Rock just walks out, hand out a Grammy for like best new uh, <laughs> artist as a duo or group. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.